Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vettel, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. This is episode 139. It is our very own special episode that we do once a month, the random episode where we talk about anything and everything, especially food, any random stuff that comes up. (laughs) And away they go. Do you guys ever watch the horse races on TV at all? Like from Santa Anita Park or anything? Not on TV, but in person. And then, you know, the screens that they have at the actual horse races. That's what they say. And away they go. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. But it it reminds me because I had my tío secundino, my mom's brother, would like kick it with us a lot at the house. But he loved watching the horse races. And I thought he just loved them. But he would bet. He was a a gambler. Um, Pero me encantaba. And every time I do something, like, and away they go. And the voice was always very much like a... (laughs) John F. Kennedy, 60s kind of voice, you know, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, por eso decía, did you guys ever watch that? So, talking about random, right? Talking about voices. You guys know that guy that says, like, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a, yeah. You know, I like boxing. How much does he make every time he says that? You guys know? It's like some oh. So, him, the guy from boxing that says, let's get ready to rumble, is brothers with the guy that does it for UFC. So for MMA matches. Yeah. How funny. Oh. They're keeping it on the family, the business. Okay. Reportedly, he earns between 25000 and a and 100000 to say that. Because, you know, they also now get him to say it at things that are not boxing related. Commercials. He just did it at the Niner yeah, what did he do? Niner Rams game? Yes, I think it was the NFC thing. And Diego was yeah, like, you know, how just got paid for that. And I think Diego said this crazy figure, like 60-something. So I guess it's accurate. This checks out. Google yeah. checks out. That's great money just to have esa vocecita to say that one thing. Imagine Incredible. the day they pay you tip of the day. Imagine that. Hey, yes. I mean, <laughs> we did. I did get a text message from one of our listeners this week saying, I love Irene's voice. Oh, so there you damn. go. I think I have a, if I wanted to, I could do phone sex. I really could. Oh, I yeah. Should, I should make some money that way. You but should. I'm <laughs> between 25 and 100. <laughs> yeah. That's your starting rate. <laughs> a ver, give it to me nice and rough. ¿Cómo sería eso? <laughs> Let's test you out oh, now. Let me get my whip. Mm, okay. Yeah. But anyway, before we jump into more random stuff, ¿cómo están, chicas? ¿Cómo se encuentran? It's been a good two weeks since we last chit-chatted on our podcast and seen each other. So what's happening? What's new? What's up? Pues ahora está caliente en San Francisco. It's not usually this warm, and we get a warm day probably about three to four times a year. And so today it's sunny, today it's warm, and then during lunchtime, I, the girl, you know, the girls don't go to school on Fridays. And I told them, like, hey, let's go to the beach. But we're just going to walk there. And Beto, you were doubting me. You're like, oh, quien sabe si vas a poder llegar back in time for your one o'clock meeting. But we did. Oh, I didn't so doubt we, you, girl. Literally... I didn't doubt you. Oh, okay, okay. Beto said like, oh. if she was in your shoes, she wouldn't have been in your shoes. Right. I was right. herself. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like 1245-ish, I was like, all right, girls, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because I knew, you know, that they were like, no. I want to put my feet in here and so anyway so yeah but we ended up um we ended up coming back home um by 1250 because I felt like the sand and I felt like sweaty regaderazo, and I was sitting in front of my computer at one yeah, see I don't know if you've ever so heard proud. this but nobody likes to show off thanks <laughs> I do I love I'm it here. Susie, I'm, I'm like kidding. so proud of you I'm like thank so you proud. thank you I'm not showing off I'm never really like shots look at where to go yeah, no, I mean, I have to was, side with Vero, okay? Like, a mí me hubiera dado hueva. I would have been like, oh, hell no. I'm going to the beach for an hour. Aquí me quedo. Kids, turn on YouTube and put, like, a beach video. <laughs> like, I would have been too lazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, well, the good thing is that they walk to the beach. It's close by, but it would be, like, yeah, it's not even an hour. They're just, they're pretty much walking there, putting your toes in the ocean, and then walking back. So I was like, I was right. brave soul, yeah. brave soul. Because yeah. my kids would be like, no, me voy. The thing is, the thing is, like this, we only get days like this very, very few. And then I knew that, you know, uh, they were going to go get their um, their second vaccine. They're actually um, completed it already, but I knew they were going to do that. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's make it work. So I was trying I to be, that. I was trying to be a good mom, you know? I love that. I love Not that, that I wasn't annoyed. You're a great mom. Wonderful mom. Okay, bueno. ¿Y tú bien, Irene? 
Good. I got a date night, double date night tonight. I'm going to listen to mariachi. I'm going to go have Oaxacan food. I wish I would have told our previous guest. I'm actually going oh, to have Oaxacan yeah. food at that place that I obsess over. Have you been there, Vero and Torrance? Madre, maybe we'll take Ceci when Ceci comes to town. Madre and Torrance. It's in I such a random part of Torrance. Yeah. I think you're going the, to the dentist, girl. <laughs> so that little part, I believe that before that Madre opened, it was a different little restaurant, Buffalo something. Um, but he's the owner of the depot. Have you ever been to the depot across the street? No, but if I never knew Veto, that behind Madre, there's a vibe. There's all those great oh, yeah. restaurants. Old Town Florence. Yes, but in front of it, it looks like you go to the dentist or the chiropractor. Yeah. Like it doesn't look yeah. like anything special. I'm like, this is there. not a nice day spot. Like, tracks, you know. It's yeah. beautiful, actually. So I have never, I haven't been to Madre. I've wanted to go, but the pandemic these last couple of years, no, you know, date nights and things like that was on our list to go to have um, dinner there, but no. So I think I've heard really good things about it. So I hope you really enjoy it. And that's it. Y para que sepas, because I called the other day just to confirm, but Fridays, uh, also for our listeners that are local, they do mariachis. It's a really great spot to take like your moms if they're into mariachi birthdays. And then Saturdays, they do a Norteño group. I was like, what? You better I stop. Saturday. I'm not no. stopping. Oh my God. Can you believe it? Isn't that cool? No. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, I go like this. I go, really? Norteñas? And the girl's like, yeah. And then on Sunday, we have this lady that sings. That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> mariachi, Norteña, y una señora, like somebody's mom, sings on Sunday. Yo, yo llego allí los domingos. Disculpe, pero que Tipo de Vero Vero I know, like this lady that sings. I thought that was so funny. But we should go listen to Norteñas un sábado there. I thought that was so cool. When you get a chance, go around. Like, I used to love going to, that used to be my old kick it area, like Keegan's. Well, remember we went to Keegan's after. You took us there and everybody yeah. loved it. You took us there once and then we've been back again. Yeah, so Keegan's like has a vibe. It's just a fun place that is bar, but it's not at the pier and it's not amongst other bars. So it's not like crazy rowdy, but it's just perfect. But all that little area, they like revamped it. There's a little brewery now. There, well, there's a few because there's Red Car and then there's that new brewery. And then there's a really yummy pub that has, it's like a big bar, but has delicious food. Y antes, antes estaba difícil encontrar comidita así in that little area. La, oh, the, the original Mexican restaurant still there, La Capilla. And that's just more like traditional mm. Mexican. Um, but it's a cool little spot. I like little old town Torrance. I liked it too a lot. And I'm telling you, we'd never really walked back there. The other time Diego and I were there, the last time Caminamos hacia allá, and we were like, oh my God, it's actually really nice. So tonight we're thinking actually of that, that we'll have dinner with them. We'll do that for a bit. And then we'll walk over and grab a drink at a bar or something and hang in that area. It's a really nice area. So that's, that's cool. the plan for today. You guys will have a great time. I might have to crash the party. Just kidding. <laughs> please do. Please do. Ya que acá no podemos hacer double dates esta siempre. Yo los invito. de que no vamos a poder ahora. Okay. I'll wait. Yeah. Well, but it's always random. It's always random times. I'm excited because uh, in exactly one month from today, I will be coming to you guys. So. Bravo. Yay. Welcome yeah, to Los yeah. Angeles. Gracias. So get ready, listeners. We are going to be probably on Instagram. We are going to be acting a fool because if you get the three of us together, you're going to get a juicy podcast in person from Keegan's at the bar. <laughs> 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 from the from the Norteña group or the lady that sings a baile, baile. Star on the the yeah. <laughs> it's exciting it's exciting no, because it's um you know how we were talking about setting goals and doing this and that or the other and for us we're going to be finalizing some of the goals that we have in place for La Bola Latina and our vision for this year where we want to be where we want to you know where we want to be for the rest of this year and in the next year and it's exciting stuff and it's going to be, you know, great time to reconnect, rebond and find the per like what our, our purpose is again and get our little fire reignited to continue doing great things. So I'm looking forward to it, you guys. We and practice what we preach, y'all. We tell our clients yeah. about goals and figuring out their vision and taking it one step at a time, reverse engineering. So we have to do the exact same thing as business partners and we get to have a little fun as friends. Eso sí. Yeah. Y, so, y como no somos tan divertidas, a ver cómo nos va. <laughs> one of us might get arrested. I mean, I don't know. Someone, one of us might get pregnant. I don't know. Pero, it's always pero. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Um, look at this cute oh. face. Why does it look like you're pregnant with twins? So, no. No. No, 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 no. I don't think we've shared this quite yet with our listeners, but I kind of mentioned it in the last one. Oh no, I didn't even mention that in the last one. But um, 
Drum roll, please. Little's having another baby. I'm having baby. Embarazada. Otra vez. Yo te esperaba. And we know the gender. ¿Verdad que sí? Sí. ¿Qué vas a tener, Vero? Una niña. Yeah. Gali gets her little sister. Um, I think Gali knew I was pregnant before I knew I was pregnant because she was like, Mami, quiero una hermanita. Empezó really, really demanding of wanting a little sister. So I was like, Si Dios, uno, pues a ver qué pasa, a ver qué Dios, Dios, you know, uno pone, Dios dispone, ¿verdad? Sí, mi hija, sabe, vamos a ver si podemos obtener una, una hermanita. But yeah, she's been wanting a little sister. She's like, want, she's like, quiero una hermanita como mi prima Lulu. You know, oh, God, answer her prayer. So, yeah, and um, I know we had talked about this before. I was like, um, I was like, ah, three is good because three is a lot. Three is a lot of babies and they're insane. And you guys have been sending me videos. Ada has been sending me videos where they're like, you know, three is like having 35, but they say that the fourth one really like kind of chills everything out. And I was like, well, I don't know. It is also my baby. So <laughs> we'll see how chill this baby's going to make the vibe at the Gudiel Burgos house because girl, but we're excited. That makes it four under four. No, oh, Gali no, is four. No, Gali, right? Gali, Gali is four. So it'll be four so under five. Four under five. Four mm. under five. Mm-hmm. But now the, wow. the, the sequence of the and you know, all of that. So now it's going to be one, three, four, five. I'm just kidding. Oh, whoa. Make sure with the extra. No. ¿Estás segura que no tienes gemelos en there? No, I'm very oh sure. Ya me, ya me enseñaron okay. la fotito y todo. Oh, one heartbeat, one baby, girl. girls. So oh, yeah, okay. the girls are book, my bookends, my Gali and um, baby, ba baby Madrigal, oh. we've been calling her. Baby Madrigal. Maribel, after Encanto. No. No. <laughs> no. What are the other names in that movie? There's some good names in that movie. Dolores. Luisa, Dolores. Luisa. Is it Isabella or Isabel? Isabella. 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 She's the perfect golden child. Oh my God, I so love crazy. Her I love her I don't know any of these songs in English, okay? So, todas me las sabemos en inglés. And it just uh, sounds so weird. I'm sorry, no las sabemos en español. And they sound so weird when I happen to have listened to one of the songs. I'm like, ¿qué es esto? Like, even we don't talk about Bruno. We don't, I don't know the whole, like, ¿Cómo va, ni, ¿cómo va en español esa? Hay una parte que, ¿sabes qué dice? Este, no se habla de Bruno. No, the, the guy comes and he's like, ratas por detrás. Like, he sounds like oh. some rockero with like, voice. And I'm like, uh, and Gali, like, does her voice just like that. She's like, ratas por detrás. Y la oh, I love that. Oh, But it sounds, it's just so different, the, the, yeah. la onda, you know? I think that, do you have names for the baby girl? Ah, we're working on that. I think I was so, like, I exhausted on my girly names with Gali. So now I'm like, do I still like those names? We're going through those lists. But no, um, we're trying to see if we might go traditional, like, um, in the sense of my, one of my grandmothers or great-grandmothers on either my side or auto side. Um, so we'll see from there what's up. Qué bonito, qué bonito. Uh, but we have some, we have some ideas. I just, I, I'm not comfortable sharing it because I might change really fast. Yeah, so no, don't even, don't even so mejor, open up for people's opinion, yeah. right? I guess not. Ahorita yeah. no, ahorita no. But yeah, así les cuento, chavas, así que mi 2022 is on a different vibra now. You beat all of us. Who has four kids? Nadie. Who has None of the girls from college. No. None of the, what, does any hermana that we know have four kids? Vero is the queen. She's on top. Yeah, Vero. Nadie tiene Vero cuatro. nos ganó. No, the UCLA right. girls all have three. The most is three. Pues, just your sister, Diana. Just my sister, yeah. Ah, your sister has yeah. four kids. There you go. Yeah. I was just what I was saying. I was like, we don't, like, you know, um, talk to Diana. Yeah, um, pero le, le digo a Ceci que Diana was smart. She had her kids young, you know, not, not, no playing around. She was like, oh, I'm fit. I'm good. My body has the energy. Like, that's perfect. I think now going back, you know, the ideal age to get married is 28, but the ideal age to have kids is 18. But I would never do that, right? So, yeah, because yeah, at 18, no, your body's like, boom, it's ready, girl. Like, if we can yeah. party all night for like three nights straight, like without the and use it of drugs, back, your body like, bounces really back bounce like nothing. Like, that's what your body's for. You're meant to like be sleep deprived and be okay and <laughs> when you're young. 
now I'm like, Diana looks so look good right now. She looks so good. I'm like, she Diana looks is right. She's a JLo fan. He said, I said JLo. Tell her she I said that. I will. She listens to this, so she'll hear it. Shout yeah, out to you know what, Diana? You're my hero. Te parece JLo. Well done. Well done. Con tus cuatro. Es una chulada de mujer. Eh, la Diana. La Diana está bien buenona. Y ni está cuarentona todavía. Y tú también, pero tú estás bien yeah. buenona. You had babies, like, if you're 18, no te hagas. You knock them out easy. You es get cierto, pregnant easy. You make it look easy tú igual. So, don't listen to Vero just said people, have babies at 40, have babies at 18. Uno pone y Dios les pone en mí. Cuando, you sí, you ponte, ponte, cuando, cuando te pase, cuando te va a pasar, te va a pasar. So, aunque te Eso quites, sí. te va a pasar. I know, Ceci, are you going to have any more kids? Tú ya cerraste la, 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 la lo cerré. No, no oficialmente, pero está cerrado. <laughs> Mira, pues espérate hasta que esté oficialmente la onda. Porque, look, this is a funny thing, though, because Otto and I, Otto's like, I'll do it. I'll get snipped. I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. You you already go through the whole process of having our kids, and I thank you for that. He's like, I'll do it. But I had told him, too, like, let's wait till I turn 40, and we'll figure it out then. Like, we'll know. Like, you know, by then, Archie will be on his way to be two. The kids will be a little bit older, so adding a new baby will be different than just having back to back to back to back kids so he didn't get snapped and then we just kept doing the damn thing and there you go <laughs> but oh, i mean at least we survived we made it through true yeah. we made it through we made it through you know what late november early december you were blessed Vero. Qué bonito. yeah beautiful yeah no yeah. yo 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 siempre dije que if i was gonna have another another a third one it was going to be before i turned 40 Uh, so yeah, ya se, como dices, se cerró la fábrica y ya, ya no, I just, I, I'm good, you know, I'm good with uh, where I'm at with my girls, um, career, business, and, you know, and now I, I have like another role as, as caregiver to my mom, so I feel que ahorita, si tuviera, no pudiera, you know, like it just couldn't, it would be, and I couldn't do it, and I just, I feel comfortable and good where I'm at with all my different hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, lo bonito es que we have to take the time to really um, contemplate where we are in life, right? And it's just we're we're each in different levels of motherhood, and we're each in very different levels of our of our lives, career wise, as professionals, and and just as like the women in our household, right? Like being las las yeah. meras meras en la casa. Yeah. So it's. It's like analyzing. I know that yesterday you sent us a you sent us a message about you know you're going through your reviews and you're eligible for promotion, and and you're like why not? And I love it that you were like why not? I'm like yes, especially if it makes sense. If because I know who you are, and it's not like you would just jump into doing something si pensarlo. But I was like if everything checks out, you know if if the work life balance if the things that you want like if that works out for you, perfect. The thing is when we do things and we're just like pues no lo pensé nunca lo imaginé así. And you don't take time to really acknowledge where we're at and be grateful for where we're at. Then we, you know, it's hard to add on new decisions or make new decisions. But I feel like in, in this case, like for many of us, like if, if kids is not in the picture for you, yeah, está bien. Did I want six kids at one point? Yes. Did I think it would be yes. close to six? <laughs> never. never. You know, never. Because <laughs> they knock on your doors at random times. Can you guys hear them? They'll be like, Manny, ¿qué estás haciendo? So what you're saying, Vero, is um, I know we're, you know, it's, it's a random episode, but we're talking kind of like career. You know, take a look at, you know, if there's a promotion, if you take a look at where you're at, like, can you manage? And like, in this case, um, see, este, I, you know, I spoke to my direct boss. I, I even spoke to another coordinating attorney that you know, about it. I, you know, I did my little research just to kind of see like, okay, this is what I see from the outside. You know, is it true? Is it not true? What other responsibilities? Because I'm trying to, you know, manage my workload, manage my household, manage my business and manage, you know, caregiving situations over here. And so, I mean, you know, that, that, that also happened before I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do it. Um, but, but yeah, no, thank you for checking and thank you for, for thank you for listening las dos y por um, darme sus tips and always you know para para eso estamos i think um that's one thing that our listeners may or may not know or we you know we try to chime in and, and talk about it on the podcast is that whenever um one of us is going through like a transition 
a personal transition or even like career transition, we kind of chime in with each other también y lo platicamos and, you know, what do you guys think? Or can you read this? Like, this is what I wrote. Um, so I, I love that we can lean on each other when, you know, we, we face these transitions or changes in our lives. Free coaching, free life coaching, free business coaching. I love it. Por eso es muy importante tener, you know, la compañía que guardas, right? The people that are around you. Um, for when those moments arise, you're like, dude, I know who I can talk to about this, or I know who I can reach out to about this. And the beauty, the beauty about it is with Ceci, when she reaches out to us, she's like, she knows that she's going to get sincere and honest um, feedback. And the fact that we know who she is in the sense, in the core, that she's going to stick to what is like her authentic self in a sense. So it's the guidance isn't that challenging because we're like, okay, so, you know, as long as you, you'll know the answers, but we have, Irene, I think, alike in many ways but then we also have our like we think differently which is the beauty of being able to give good advice to people because you're like it's not just one way of seeing things like the whole like the whole picture so Al bruto, yeah. Al bruto. I love you guys too. yeah thank you I was just talking to a client yesterday who was talking about going through a tough time and not really being sure who to turn to and not really having someone when she was going through a tough time. I reminded her that she has me and we do talk a bit offline, but I said, you know, call me, let's, let's connect, let's be there truly for you during those tough times. And then we also have the guilt-free squad. So I love that the girls in the guilt-free squad are really turning to each other and supporting each other and giving each other really great advice about I don't know, self-care, stepping away, doing something fun, being overwhelmed, being moms, dating, whatever it may be. So if you need what Vettel's talking about, like that network or someone to turn to, build your bubble or find your bubble or join something like the Guilt-Free Squad because we all need it. We all need somebody to turn to. And I love that we have each other, but we also have the Guilt-Free Squad as an extension, which is super cool to hype each other up that way. You know what? There's got to be something in the water, Irene. Like um, I was on my call with my client earlier this week too, and she's like, you know, we're chit-chatting, I'm following up, and she kept mentioning how all these changes are happening, and she's like, it's, it's a lot, it's good, but it's, it's, it's just a lot, and it's good, but it's overwhelming, it's good, but this, and I'm like, okay, let's slow down, and what exactly is all this change, so when we, you know, our job is to ask the questions, and our clients do the work, it's just us asking and digging in, and the, and the why, why is that, why, why, why do you think that is, and why are you feeling this way, and what's causing this, um, but at the end of the day, all the changes were really just, they were so significant and drastic. They were bringing on anxiety, but she was excited for the change because she's like, I don't know what might be, might be at the end of this tunnel, but I'm going to go through it. I'm going to go through it with my little cellular phone, like Lucecita, without a real flashlight, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it step at a time and all that. And I told him like, when it, you know, when you have a rough week, and when you're, you just can't find the reason as to why all these things are happening or why you're being clumsy and why you're spilling coffee on yourself. If you're having a rough week, like reach out. Like I'm not just here to meet you once a week, once a month or anything like that. Like you can reach out to me like, hey, I'm going through this. I can't really figure out why, but I just want someone to hear me out. Or, you know, what can you give me some advice or, or just some encouragement? And, and I told him like a lot of times we're going through changes like this that we we, we are unexpectedly experiencing, I'm like, we're scared. And we many times don't want to acknowledge the feeling of being afraid. Um, but when we, once we do, we can be, I think it has a better feeling when you say valiente in Espanol, like being brave, because doing yeah, something valiant. con valiente. We can be valiant. Yeah. Yeah. When you're doing something con valentía, lo estás haciendo asustado, con, con, you know, being scared, being afraid but you're doing it. You're facing reality. You're facing the actual challenges. And you're like, well, we'll see how this goes. I'm going to make this. But the thing is making the decision, choosing to do it, having this valentía, going through with it, being scared and knowing that at the end, whatever the outcome might be, you know, that that result will be, hey, this is what I worked for. Or, hey, this isn't exactly what I was thinking would happen. But now I can go forward and do things I like con ganas because I know what that feeling was like. And I, I can now acknowledge it and embrace it. So I was like, it's okay to be scared. We're all scared. Everyone says we like change and we're cool with change and we want to change. But when we're really at the at the moment, we're like, oh, me da miedito, you know, and 
and it's okay. Sometimes we have to do things con eso, con ese miedo, but then ser valientes and face the music and, and make decisions. Pero a veces también uno dice, pues estoy sola, estoy sola, no tengo no one to turn to. And if you, if you do feel that way, yeah, like Irene mentioned, aquí estamos, esta guilt free squad. There's other communities you can join too, like Irene said, but it's finding that support. It's finding the right people that are going to hear you out and hopefully be able to guide you into what's right for you. Yo les quería preguntar. Um, I know earlier we were, we were talking and mentioning the February being the month of self love or we wanted to kind of see it that way and then our guilt free squad um we're recording this one day before our february guilt free squad session but by the time that you know this airs out it will have already happened and that, that's going to be the conversation like self-love and you know what does it mean to you and what do you do uh, to show yourself self-love and love yourself and if you don't like what is it so um i think i think with us um you know, we, I think it goes up, up and down. There's weeks where like, I, for example, I feel like I do, you know, I'm doing things that I enjoy and I'm giving myself that space and time to myself. And then there's other times when I'm just like running around and I don't have time. Um, and, and, um, I made it a point. Um, I have a amazing client who's an esthetician and she's always talking about all these like great facials that she does and like just products and things that she's learning and so every I, me encanta you know to have a session with her because she's always talking about these great things that she's doing and like it just sounds so um appealing and things like oh my god i should do that so um last i i told her like so i feel like i i'm like i, I kind of held myself accountable in that regard too i was like oh my god every time that i you know we have a session i always think like oh my god i should get a facial i should get a facial and last month or last session i um i told her I'm like all right when I, we we're done i'm gonna book a facial and i did i did i did a facial less last week and i hadn't had one probably in ages and this one was kind of like top notch something that had been recommended like for your skin hidratar and all that and it just it felt good um so that was kind of like my my way to show my to invest in myself and also to show um you know self-love like that's that's kind of like my love language doing things that i enjoy taking care of my skin um running exercises that sort of thing so that was kind of like my little my little thing um what about you girls que les gusta i know we've talked about this before but like right now in this this um stage in your in your life what is it that you guys like to do to show yourself some love do you mean like self-care or do you really mean like like we talked about earlier the difference yeah. either way like either way either way love could be something you do for your personality or for your mindset yeah, yeah, like I, I, you know, like I was saying, some sometimes it's like, oh, I need to go for a run, and like I, you know, es ejercicio, and, or sometimes you know what, I just want to like not cook, and I'm gonna, you know, order a pizza. Um, but sometimes like you know, I'm like, okay, well, I want to take care of my skin this this month or whatever. That sounds like self care to me, and I think usually what I try to do for self care is spend time alone if I feel like I'm a little overwhelmed by doing things for everybody else. I like, I really like to do that on my own. So that's going for a drive, eating on my own, shopping on my own, just being away on my own, but not doing something for somebody else. Like I'm running this errand because the kids need this thing. Like that's for them still, even if I'm at Target, that's not really self-care because I have like a list of things they need. It's for school. It's overwhelming. So I like to like literally have no objective and I just want to do it on my own. So I'll walk into Ulta, put my headphones on. I'm looking around. I don't have anything to buy. I spend more money than I was supposed to, you know, and then I go eat a Panera and that's like really like, alone time because I think they kind of I reset and I'm really creative on my own I really like long drives on my own uh, because I think that's when you do your best thinking that's for self-care for self-love I try to as best as I can always be true to me and how I am and so for me I love energy I love communication I love having good energy I love bringing enthusiasm and I bring that to a space and I try not to hide and I especially feel when people need that that it lands really well when others need that energy when they need that boost when they need that enthusiasm when the office feels boring or when it feels low energy or when it feels stressful I try to bring that and then when the energy's there I try not to bring it because I think we can also kill it 
I don't, I don't need to bring something that's already there. So I really appreciate other people's enthusiasm and love. And I, that feeds me because I think people are leaning into their gifts. So that's my type of self-love, really reflecting on who I am and not hiding that from the world and the things that are my gifts and, and leading with those. And then for self-care, alone time is really good for me. I'm currently in my journey of discovering Vero's love story um, in this part of my life. I feel that um, it's been challenging to, you know, I have little ones and, and it's this moment of motherhood where I'm like, okay, this takes, takes, takes up so much more of my, of my time, right. Of time that I would allocate for me, you know, young Beto would like go on, you know, runs for hours or go on hikes and get, you know, all morning and, or evening and, you know, watch, you know, watch the sunset and look at the stars and kick it at the beach and like take a flight somewhere, you know, and, like, oh, I have nothing planned this weekend. I could just fly somewhere. So that time, you know, the quote unquote time that we that I had as a single woman um, has definitely gone away in that case. Now my time is taken up by watching over these little ones. And, and when it comes to time for me, it's really difficult. And I've been trying to figure out how to do this. And I feel like, well, I have to have a plan. I have to have a plan to be able to give myself time, right? But then I'm like, I can't plan anything because I don't know what I want to do. And I find myself like stealing that time for myself because I'm like, well, I know the coordinating that goes into this and know all of this stuff. So now I'm just like going forward. I'm just going to schedule two hours on a Friday. And even if I have nothing planned, do it. Whether it means me showing up to get my nails done as is like, that's more like self-care, like, you know, but uh, in the sense of self-love is just really, you know, giving myself credit for where I'm at and what I've been able to do on a daily basis once my whole life changed. And that wasn't planned. You know, it wasn't like, um, you know, many of us go through our, our not a list, but we're like, okay, life is going to happen this way. I, I'm dating someone, I'm going to marry them. And then in a year or two, we're going to have kids. And it's very much planned out in a sense, even though you don't have set dates. Um, with me, it was more like, I'm living the single life. I'm enjoying this. I'm, I'm just living it. And then life just changed you know, but I, I chose to want that change. And I think it's just giving myself more credit and respecting myself and saying like, you know, look, you've done a lot, you know, but you're not that single girl anymore. And you're now this wife, this business owner, this coach, this mother, this daughter, this tia, that's, that has a lot to offer, but you're just not that girl anymore. You're different. You've gone through some shit that's changed you, but it's good. And I mean, one of the conversations I recently had with one of my clients was, you know, the beauty of when you're young, you're like, go try all these new things. Go, go try all the new things. Go live life. And I told her, I'm like, the beauty of doing all that in your 20s and even like even before you get married, right? It's like you can figure out all the things you like and all the things you don't like. So that when you get to the point where you're like, now I'm married, now I have kids, like, you know, the things you like, and you know, the things that bring you joy, that fulfill you as a person. So for me, it's like, what is it that I like? What do I enjoy? And I give myself credit for all the things that I did get to do without having to worry about anybody else. So I've just come to, I'm coming to a realization of giving myself more credit for what I was able to do then. And maybe those things don't fit into who I am now because, you know, we're evolving. We're ever evolving. But at the core, the things that I that I do make time for and the things that bring me that joy, or that happiness or that, you know, we had a conversation about getting energized by those things. Like, that's where I want to focus on. And if it means I don't have it planned quite yet, I'm going to give myself that time to figure it out. So it means scheduling myself a two hour date with myself. Perfect. I, I, I do enjoy taking myself to a concert, you know, movies, not so much. I like to have someone there to like, kind of just, talk, you know, but like, I'll take myself to a concert. Like I'm okay with that. But for me, it's more like realizing how far I've come, giving myself credit and being like, damn girl, you did a great job because I think we always kind of sell ourselves short for the things that we've been able to accomplish and, and the things we've been able to survive and, and we always think there's going to be something bigger and better. You know, take a moment to really appreciate, appreciate 
how far you've come, the things we've been doing, and that now maybe you are a different person. So now it's just realizing those things that you loved, you know, what, what, what are those things can you focus on to bring you that happiness, bring you that joy? Because we are the responsible for our own happiness, nobody else, for our own joy and for our own love. Like we can't expect people to give us love and make us love ourselves. So it's kind of just giving myself that space to, to acknowledge the past fiddle and all the things she went through to get me to where I'm at today and really love her for all of that. And now figuring out where this new vettel will be able to, <laughs> you know, kind of bring back that, that joy and energy and all that stuff. I don't know if you relate to this, but I think therapy is a really great way to have self-love. You know, going to therapy, having somewhere to have an outlet, processing feelings, like the feelings Vettel's talking about reminds me of like, it's the kind of stuff that you bring to therapy, like thinking about like the old you and the new you and the transitions of life. And that takes a lot to build that time, to carve out that time, to be open with a person, to be honest with a person about where you are, what you feel, what your emotions are. I think there's no more better love than to focus on healing, focus on growing, focus on sharing with someone that understands how to process with you appropriately. I think that it's a beautiful thing that I'd like to recommend for other people if they're looking for a way to stop and spend that time with themselves that maybe they need support processing with someone else. Like I said, I like to get away and Vittle said, I'm going to go on this day. And so she says she goes and gets facials. Like some people might be like, I don't want to be by myself. I'm overthinking. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. Maybe if you're listening to this and thinking different, like that you need something more, uh, the ultimate self-love is also working on you and, and figuring out these things that Vettel mentioned. And sometimes it takes therapy or counseling or something really formal. That's so true. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've, I started this therapy journey también hace poco, este end of December. And I, I feel like it's, it's helped me. It's helped me kind of like, you know, kind of learn more about myself right now at this stage. And, you know, it's something that I look forward to. It's something that, um, I just, it brings me peace. It's like scheduled on a certain day in the week. And, um, you know, this, this week actually was, uh, was a really good session. I felt like, I think even leading up to it, I don't know, I think it's because I knew like everything that was going to be happening that day. Um, I, that day, like pre therapy, I was able to do everything on my to-do list and I, you know, I was in the office and I did everything and then came back, had a great session with, um, with one of my coaching clients. I told my husband, I'm like, Esta muchacha me le, le va bien en las sesiones que vengo yo bien terapiada, bien terapiada, you know? <laughs> and because it, it just, I felt like it's a great session. And I, I think it's because that, I, ya vengo, te digo, bien terapiada, like literally. And even after that, I had the energy, believe it or not, to like chat for like a whole hour and listen to my husband and about like the struggles that he's going to. And then, um, did we talk about the bubble? Okay, because he's like, chula, like the bubble. And I was like, I don't think I need a bubble. I feel good. A ver. Therapy is amazing. And yes, we are definitely advocates for that, for sure. And, you know, sometimes like I've been to therapy before. Um, so the process of like me just making sure to take that time for me is um, uh, is just knowing when to and how to kind of like coordinate that right with my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts and the moment, the circumstance, all of that. But I think that for women that are listening to us right now, like, ustedes son casadas con hijos and you guys are getting pulled in a million directions. I feel that single Vero still could have done so much work on herself. Okay. I could have taken the time to like, you know, uh, I did do a lot of new things. I tried so much stuff and I, and, and in the sense of ex experiences and I, you know, ways to work out, ways to eat, ways to have sex, you know, all this other stuff. But I was always like not focused on like, really, how do I grow like this? Right. And how do I give myself that love? And I think even when, when you're single, it's, it's a little challenging because like you want, you're trying to find the next relationship or you're trying to find the next thing. Like you get pulled in different directions in a different way. So you might not have a baby not, like pulling on your shirt saying, mommy, 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 a million, a million miles an hour. But you're getting pulled in different directions that the focus goes away from you. You end up focusing on friends. You end up focusing on family. You end up focusing on work. And at the end of the day, you're like, well, where am I? Where do I stand? And that's why if you're single, like, aprovecha ese momento to, to learn you, to love you, and to love you in, your, in the quietness when your thoughts are fucking crazy and you have to deal with them. 
and in the loudness, right? When things are just like, oh shit, I can't even think straight. Learn to love you because it doesn't, it doesn't get any easier later because you are going to get pulled. You're going to be constantly pulled in different directions. But when you're able to schedule that time for yourself, especially as a single mujercita, latinita, like do it because it's only going to make future you so much better and so much stronger and so much more confident and assertive and like, like, you know, and be able to like set boundaries and limits. So do it now because <laughs> um, even if you don't think you need that, try it out, girl. Try it out for real. Forget about everybody else. Or take your one home, girl, which you're like, you're going to try this with me. But like, try it. Try it out. I, I think a really good point to that that I think is like really specific is that we always think, like Vettel said, you're getting to like an end game. Like, oh, when I get the promotion, when I get the husband, when I get the job as the CEO or whatever, the vacation, whatever. You're always kind of going for this thing. But when you get to this thing, who are you? Who is the person at that thing? Then you're always striving and you're never really at that thing. But if you've done the work, you've done the processing, you've been in the grind, you've worked on yourself, you've grown, you've tackled just self-awareness and personal development, then you become this person in this role. Like I can speak to like my experience as a CEO. I love leadership. I absolutely love it. I, I, I fit it. I work in it. I thrive in it. And it's also hard. And it also has challenges. And there's a burden to leadership because leaders have to make the tough calls. Leaders have to go through the tough times. We were just talking to an entrepreneur in our previous episode. And I love how she was just so honest about like, yeah, it looks all good and pretty, but we're running multiple businesses and businesses go through recessions. And oh my God, sometimes you're in it, sometimes you're not. But if you did the work when you were younger, then you can still reap the benefit as the leader. When I think of my life now, like I don't see myself not being the leader, like, but I did this work. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we were talking about the financial industry and how I did that for a few years back. And it was one of the best things I ever did in my 20s. And I learned so much leadership and I was doing the work then. Like I was reading the books then. I was, and you always got to read the books, but I was growing and learning these things about myself then. So like Vettel's saying, like, don't waste your 20s. Like try things out, put yourself out there, do the networking, try the therapy, like do the things that, that thing you say you're going to be, well, you're going to be you at that thing. You're going to be you those 10 years later. You're going to be the lawyer. You're going to be the doctor. You're going to be the CEO. And what you do you want to take with you? What you do you want to take with you? You probably don't want to get there and be like, I have all this shit to figure out because I didn't really take the time to figure it out. So I know you can listen to us and think that, what are they talking about? But clearly we've lived a lot of life, y'all. We lived a lot of life. Yes, yes. I. Oh my God, yeah. See, it's algo de... Like, what, what is it about turning 40? Yeah, algo. Algo que... I mean, I feel like we, we all three of us have already had this path where we know who we are and then and then te, te, te llegan los 40 y como que you embrace it and um, I feel like we all, all three of us have like embraced it and then our friends and whatnot. Pero si, nos cae el 20, but it's like, okay, no nos vamos a deprimir. Like I can embrace it. I, I think that's why I, you know, I, I started saying that, that coin, the, the, sorry, that phrase like that I coined last year, like cuarentona y buenona, because así me, así me siento right. yo y así veo a mis amigas, like la pura, la pura verdad, so. Yeah. So do the work now yeah. because it's not going to get easier. It's going to be the things you wanted to have, you're going to have them, embrace them, process it. Like Sissy said, you get to that 40 mark and you realize like, whew, I'm good. I'm here. This is the same old me and it's just a different journey. And hopefully I've done the work to be even a better me than I've ever been. One-handed, yes. Very true. We're reaching the end of our episode today. So let's end it on a really cool note. We got a message from one of our friends. She's like, are you, is it just me or am I like, are you all excited about the uh, halftime show for Super Bowl this Sunday? And so when you hear this guy, it's going to be after Super Bowl, but I am so ready to show up for that concert. You know, like, come on, what Dre, Snoop, everybody, all the hip hop people, legit, like, Oh my God, guys. The best. Can, it's the our best. generation, Vettel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's LA. Vettel and I are from LA. <sighs> you we, are, we have a Super Bowl in our town mm -hmm. with our team playing. So go Rams, baby. Nice. Go Rams because we're LA chicks. I am a Niner wifey now. I Me made too. I'm a Niner. <laughs> my LA official with my like, husband on the day the Rams slaughter the Niners. And I was like, get Vergüenza. I should have worn my Rams yeah. jersey. I know. So when the Rams came to LA, I went out to Forever 21 and bought myself like this really cute Rams jersey, like a little button up kind of deal. It looks like a baseball shirt, but it's more like a, just a Rams jersey, a t-shirt. I bought myself a hat. 
I'm like, I will one day go to a Rams game. I've never really been much of a professional football team. Like I didn't, I don't have a team. I didn't have a team for a while. I just really followed a lot of like, I was more college football. So I went for the, you know, Cal Bears. I was like, um, Cal's my team because Santa Barbara didn't have a team. So I followed college football. Cal was my team. So anytime any of those team and players from Cal, you know, were drafted into the NFL, I would follow them. Like, you know, the quarterback or, you know, point is that I would follow these players into the NFL. So I would, you know, root for different teams because they had different players from Cal. So for a while, I kind of liked the Jets, but for a while, I, I liked the Cowboys and I gave up on them during the Romo, you know, Terrell Owen season <laughs> or fiasco. And finally, I was like, I have no team. I'm going to stick with no team, just root for my Cal people. Well, when I made the decision and I never wore the Ram stuff, I am officially a Niner wife and a Niner, you know, I'm support my husband. I said, I can't go back on it now. We have pictures. I told you I'd be a Niner wife. I've told you I was going to decide to, to, you know, be a fan. So go Rams. But uh, I can't believe I chose this day to <laughs> make my decision <laughs> and join, to join oh, wait the, a minute. Bang bang the Niner gang. That's the day you decided? That little yeah, days like, for him. Auto bought me a, a that's um, funny. Oh my god, Jerry Rice, funny. a Jerry Rice T-shirt. He's like, I think it's gonna look great, especially since your your pregnancy belly's like showing now. Like, and I'm like, yes, estoy gordita, pero se va a notar más rápido because you know it's a fourth one, and I have like you know my little belly fat and all that good stuff going on in there. So he bought me this shirt, and I'm like, okay, what size is it? He's like, it's a medium. I'm like, what are you thinking? Why are you gonna give me a medium? I need like an extra large. He's like, no. It's a woman's medium, and you're going to wear Jerry Rice on your shirt. It's going to look great. And I put it on. It looked really cute. Like Jerry Rice is like this little person, the little image of him. So I thought it was cute. So that was the day. I said, fine, baby. I'm with you. Let's do this. So anyway, we got booed the whole way to our Uber um, by Rams fans as I wore my Niner stuff. I'm like, but I'm from LA. Even worse, right? But yeah, so you're a Niner fan, too. Thanks to the hubs. I've been a Niner fan since I married him, but I've been married for 16 years, and my brother yeah. Jerry's been a Rams fan since he was since the Rams were here in LA in the 80s. So my brother Jerry's a huge Rams fan. He was not happy that I was repping. <laughs> sorry, I'm eating chocolate. He was not happy that I was repping the Niners. But I'm like, well, we always rep the Niners, but we also rep LA. Like when it's Niners versus LA, it's going to be Niners because that's my husband's team since he was a child, and so the kids all by you know association. We've raised them to be Niners fans. All the siblings are too. But we are total LA fans. We have our LA gear. We rep LA. Like, we're all LA. So we kept saying it's a win-win for us. Like, we want 49ers to win. We want them to go. But if it's LA, that's our baby. We're not going to be haters. And my brother was so sweet. He's like, no, you have to be true to the 49ers. You should go to the Super Bowl party and still wear your 49er gear. You're not a true LA fan. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And then, Ceci, of course, you guys are Niner fans. San Francisco. But see, but we don't really, we're not football. Like, we don't really watch football. Like, we'll watch it um, because it's, like, the, the yeah, game said? to watch. It's a game to watch. But all, or, like, the halftime show. But all, that's it. We're not really. That mean Luis, the, the, only, um, the only football that he watched was Cal. Cal games. It's actually really funny oh. that coincidence, actually, that all of us would be Sessi by default, me by yeah, default. But, we, like all of us defaulted yeah. into being 49er that fans. Dick, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's dick, man. That's it. What do you do though? What it what do you do though? I mean, well, I mean, to my brother, my brother has always and my brother in law have always been Raider fans. Like, I mean, so there's I that. Know, my brother's so. gonna be so mad at me once he sees that. He was like, come on, that really he's a Raider fan. Raider fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, LA, the Raiders left LA what, not not that long ago. No. So it was like, that was the, the football team. But I mean, I have memories of like Joe Montana playing on the Niners. So it's not like there's no, like if I didn't have a core memory from like youth to tie it to something to make me feel like I can do this because I have, I understand football and I know who the players were back in the day. I wouldn't just, you know, pick it up. But yeah, I mean, my brother's going to be mad. It's all good, but I'm still more of a, I love college football and I have a team team. And with the NFL, I mean, it's an entertainment. So let's do it. But anywho. And with that, go Mexico. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Viva Mexico. Viva Guatemala. Viva todo el mundo. 
That's my kids now. Mami, dijiste vio México, pero ¿qué pasó con Guatemala? I'm like, oh, oh pues sí, también. Oh, my God, Vero, welcome to my world. Vero, oh, yeah, you're you're nice. Nice. I know, Irene, like how did you know? That, that should be, that's going to be like one of our episodes. Tell us about the uh, diversity in your homes and how how do you guys, um, you know, how are you guys raising your yeah. kids? Guatemala, México, yeah. como es. I learned a new that's word for popote. Will you guys indulge me? Yeah. So mm -hmm. in our travels, we've learned popote, pitillo, um, See them with the P. I've always known this. Pajilla. One. Pajilla, right? Mm -hmm. So those were our words. I learned Popote, that from Cynthia. Pajilla. Pitillo. So we're in the DR. We were in the DR last what week or two weeks ago. And they say sorbete, right? Uh -huh. Another word for popote. I'm like, gosh, there's another word. So we were being really funny with the bartenders and talking about how all over the world it's different, even though we're all Latinos, we speak different. They say sorbete and then they said, But you know what? No one really uses sorbete. We all say chupi chupi. Everyone says chupi chupi. Go to the store, ask for chupi chupi. Go to the restaurant, ask for chupi chupi. And there goes like, that's exactly what my wife is going to do later. Chupi chupi. Mm -hmm. These people cracked up. It was so funny. <laughs> We had already told them it was our anniversary. So it was really sweet. It wasn't as disgusting as maybe it sounds right now, but it was really funny. But again, there's now four ways that we know how to say popote. What's the one that says you can't do it now? Pitillo, pajilla. Pajilla, we've always known because Guatemalans say it. Pajilla yeah. and now sorbete. So there you go, Latin America. If you can send me your words, if I'm missing your country. There's more. Ecuador, I know one Peru, more. Like, uh, Colombia, I think Colombia got. But send me your words because I'm just, I love this example of how we're all the same and yet different. So we should be. Well, let's all get our chupi chupi on. Let's all go get chupi 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 It is date night. It is date mm, night. Is. For you date night, yo, I think after I see Dre perform and I see Snoop Doggy Doe. Chupi chupi. I see. Chupi chupi. I see. Vas a Ah, pues sí. That's a different chupi chupi. That is a different chupi chupi. And I can't do that either right now. There's so many limitations. Why? But anyway, so thank you everyone who listened to the entire podcast, because like we mentioned, this episode goes in a million directions sometimes, but thankfully today we didn't go in the direction of food. We might get you guys on the next one with that, but thank you again for spending some time with us and listening to our podcast. Se los agradecemos. And if there's any questions you might have, you want to send those suggestions of the pajilla, the popote, chupi chupi to Irene. You guys can email us to admin at levelolatina.com. You can also send us a DM. So slide into our DMs for the Chupi Chupi info. And you can find us on <laughs> Instagram and Facebook at Level of Latina. Also on Twitter at Latina underscore up. Other than that, thank you so much. And if you really enjoy a podcast and you have a business and you know of someone that um, might want to promote their business or wants to give someone a shout out just because you have mad love for this one friend or your person, whoever it is that you, your comadre that understands your podcast listening and listens to us as well. And you want to give them a shout out, check out the podcast shout outs on our website as well. That's www.levelloplatina.com. Send a podcast shout out to your homies, uh, shout out to your business, como sea. And other than that, we are out. Thank you again for today, chicas. Nos vemos la próxima. Bravo. Hasta luego. Bravo, gracias. Ya no me tengo en Santa. Oh, yeah. Estás bien chula. Estás bien chula. Tú también. Estás bien chula. 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 Estás bien chula